What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the hosts. They are the ones that are in charge. They are at the wheel, at the helm, and they are the ones that are steering this crazy ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here. It is Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. Today, we're going to be reading out of the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 30. And I hope you're all having a wonderful, wonderful day today. Today, it was a beautiful day. It rained a little bit earlier today, but I was able to get a little yard work done. And a uh, little exciting news, got my daughter. She uh, She's starting to ride a bike on two wheels. That was really cool. And uh, very little practice, too. She's really good with riding her scooter. So we were trying to equate it with the scooter, with the balance factor. And uh, yeah, now she knows how to ride a bike on two wheels. Like it took her just literally like three or four days. And when I say three or four days, the last time the first three days occurred was, um, what was it? About three or four weeks ago. And so, yeah, it was about three or four. Yeah, it was about three weeks ago when she tried attempting to get her balance and she was, she grew frustrated with it. But I will say, so today she wanted to ride her bike. And we said, well, let's go get your knee pads and elbow pads on and your your helmet. Let's let's try it out. And ladies and gentlemen, she picked it up like nothing. It took her a couple times. She didn't fall real bad, but she she she's got it down pat. I was such a proud dad. I was so happy. I do apologize for the latency today. Uh, between yesterday and today, uh, my wife and I have been having a little bit of a uh, medical type of an emergency. Um, something I'm not going to get into yet um trying to see kind of get kind of trying to get down to the bottom of things here so uh maybe in a few days maybe next week i'll kind of let you in on what had been gone on but uh nothing nothing major nothing life-threatening or anything like that but yeah so i I do apologize for my late um my latency on here for the bible podcast i was planning on doing a uh a reading on the uh you know doing a part six for the 2000-25 war manual the train field training manual um, but because of, you know, the time, I'm not going to be able to get to that. But again, because I don't want to uh, destroy my commitment to God, I wanted to make sure I at least get a 1% with him in. So we're going to be reading Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 30. And so it reads, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Christ Jesus to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including to including the overseers and deacons. Grace to you 
and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in every prayer for you all. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that he who begun began a good work among you will complete it by the day of Jesus Christ. For it is only one right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers of grace with me. For God is my witness, how I long for you with the affection of Christ Jesus. In this I pray that your love may overflow still more and more in real knowledge and on discernment so that you may discover the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and blameless for the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ, the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the Praetorian Guard and to everyone else, and that most of the brothers and sisters trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than from pure motives, thinking that they are causing me distress in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice, but not only that, I also will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my eager expectation in hope that I will not be put to shame in anything, but that will, excuse me, but that with all boldness, Christ will even now, as always, be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live in Christ and to die is gain. But if I am to live on the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which to choose. But I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. Yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sakes. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress in joy in the faith, so that your pride in Christ Jesus may be abundant because of me by my coming to you again. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear about you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but of salvation for you, and this too from God. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer on his behalf, experiencing the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here to be in me. And so that concludes the uh, reading of Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 30. So, 
So what does Philippians chapter one really mean? Let's break it, break it down a little bit. So chapter one includes a brief introduction followed by three key sections. Now, first, Paul gives thanks in prayer on behalf of the Philippian Christians. And second, he focuses on the expansion of the gospel. And third, he emphasizes that for the believer to live in Christ and to die is gain. And so along the way, Paul explains that how a Christian lives is a reflection of how they set their mind, you know, of what they set their mind on. And he stresses the importance of rejoicing and joy and connects the faith to uh, concepts such as glory. Now, Paul is certainly interested in thanking the church at Philippi for their generous support. And at the same time, though, he's concerned about some negative influences, and including false teachers and arrogance within the church itself. Something that we can often still see happen today in today's churches. And so the introduction in Philippians 1 through 2, names Paul and Timothy as authors and defines the letter's audience and adds a brief greeting. And so the audience was the Philippian Christians, specifically mentioning overseers and deacons as well. And so First Timothy chapter 3 is the only other New Testament reference specifically speaking of deacons. Now, the Philippian church had existed for about 12 years by the time the letter was written. And so for those, the members had matured in learning and in leadership. Now, as it states in Philippians 1, 3 through 11, it begins with Paul thanking God for the Philippians in his prayer. And he mentions their long-term partnership with his calling. And he mentions his imprisonment and his ministry in missing the Philippian believers. And he's also encouraged he has also encouraged them to grow in love for one another. And just as the Apostle John emphasized love in his letters, Paul uses this section to stress the importance of Christian love in the life of a believer. Now, in Philippians verses 12 through 18, it, it shares how Paul's imprisonment was helping spread the gospel. And all of the guards knew about his faith. So Paul was clearly willing to preach to his own captors. And so as a result, other believers actually began to grow in the boldness to speak about Christ. It's a beautiful thing. And so interestingly, Paul notes that some of those who spoke about Jesus did so for false motives. And even so, Paul was thankful to see the gospel was spreading. Now, with Philippians chapters uh, 1, verses 19 through 30, it speaks about Paul's hope of being released from the house from house arrest. Now, in either case, life or death, Paul was content, and though he expected to continue serving at that time, he clearly planned to visit the believers in Philippi again. And he also clearly taught that separation from the body for the believer, that is, is not something to be feared. And as it states in quote, for to me to live in Christ and to die is gain, end quote. And that was in verse 21. And so in contrast with false views of the afterlife, Paul specifically pointed believers to a future hope in the presence of the Lord. 
So in the meantime, Paul, Paul taught only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. And Paul is reminded that his readers, they would both believe and suffer for Christ, for it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer in his sake, just as he was suffering in Rome. Amen. And so that's, that's about really all I have for the day. Like I said, I do apologize for the latency. Um, it was kind of a, a rough day yesterday and today. Um, like I said, uh, I'll, I'll share a little bit more in details here in a few days. Uh, got, got, got a few tests that my wife has to do at the hospital. Um, but it, yeah, it's been just a, a couple of rough days. So I do pre, uh, apologize for that. Like I said, I did want to, I did want, I did have intentions of doing a, uh, another podcast to do the, um, 2000-25 uh, part six reading of the uh, manual there. But uh, like I said, nothing, nothing life-threatening, but definitely have some things that we got to get uh, squared away here and figured out. So I, I ask for all of your prayers, if I may. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got today. I, I, I apologize if I sound a little bit out of it today and a little bit short. Um, it's just been a very, very long day between today and yesterday. So uh yeah, if I if I could ask for all of your prayers, that would be really great. So speaking of prayers, that's what we're going to end off on right now. So let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day. And we thank you for the life and good health that you bless us with. And, um, you know, we all have struggles. Not just me, not just my wife and my family, but I know anybody that listens to this, I know we all have struggles, whether if it's with money, whether if it's with health, our job, our home, other family members within our marriage, or maybe with friendship. You know, I know we have a lot of struggles. And so I pray, Father, for your guidance and that you give us the strength that we need to get through this little uh, struggle that my wife and I are going through. But, uh, you know, we've suffered and have endured many other things much greater than this. And so I know we will get through this, no problem. So we know everything is at your hands, Father. We know that your will is the most important. We know your plans are greater than our plans. And so for that, we will have great understanding and we will follow whatever will you have in store for our lives. And I just ask that anybody that listens to this, just understand and realize that God has your best interest at heart. And even when you're going through something that seems like it's the end of the world, just believe you and me that it's not. Just trust in God, eyes on the cross, and he has your back. And so with that, I want to say thank you, Father, for all that you do. Thank you for giving me my character. Thank you for giving me the struggles. I know most people look at struggles and failure and they, they sigh. But me, I thank you for them. So, with all of that, I pray this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And with that, I also want to bring something up. I was thinking about doing a a specific uh, podcast discussion, maybe next week, Tuesday. Let's see, today's what, Wednesday? So maybe next week, Tuesday, we might talk about something a little different. Um, something that's not related to the assembly, something that's not related to 
the current world affairs. So what I was thinking about talking about was the topic of suicide. Because yesterday, July 12th, marked the nine-year anniversary that I found my late stepfather who had, uh, he had hung himself from a rope. And uh, I was working for him at the time. And when, you know, before he, you know, right after he did what he did, we were supposed to be on a conference call with a, uh, a you know, somebody that we were supposed to talk to in, uh, in Chicago. And I went to go get him to let him know, remind him, hey, we got our noon call with the uh, college in Chicago. And when I went to walk in the bedroom there, because he had a chair, a little recliner that he sat in, that was his thinking chair. That's where he wrote his notes. Well, I couldn't quite open the bedroom door. And uh, unfortunately, he he had, you know, he thought hanging himself would cure the problems that he was dealing with. And what problems am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the problems of money. And so I'm thinking next week, I want to get into that topic a little bit. It's going to be a little heavy, might be a little sad for some people because some of you might have found somebody who committed suicide. It's not a fun topic to talk about, but this is one of those areas in my life that I typically have never really talked too much about, but because of the very nature of it, I am going to talk about it because God's pushing me to talk about it because at the end of the day, if somebody's out there that's in a dark spot and they're thinking that because they're having money issues, especially with the troubles that, you know, people are, are starting to face with the inflation and everything like that, people might be thinking there's no way out. And I want to go on the airwaves and let you all know that there is a way out and it's through Christ, not through that way. And uh, there's somebody else also in my assembly group, in my county assembly, that had dealt with three suicides this year alone. And so the topic is hyper aware in my mind right now. And I just feel like God is kind of pressing me to discuss this part of my life. Like I said, this podcast was never meant to be about me or my life. But I've always said that if there was something that was relevant, that might help many others. And if I felt a pushing to talk about it, I will talk about it. And so this is one of those things. So I will be talking about that, I believe, on Tuesday. So I just want everybody to know between now and Tuesday, if you aren't listening to this and you're struggling, I just want you to know it's just money. Okay. It's just money. I used to be caught up in money. I used to be caught up in the budget. I used to be caught up in all of that. But let me tell you something about money. Money is just a tool. Okay. It's just a tool, just like a Phillips head screwdriver. And you might hear that and look at me and look at the speakers or the computer screen or the phone, depending on whatever it is you're listening on. You might be thinking, Jason, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Is it? Money is just a tool. It was never meant to be something to fall in love with. It was never something to idolize. It was never something to make ourselves better than the next man or woman. But unfortunately, there was a man. Like I said, he was a late stepfather of mine. But not only was he, was he a stepfather, but he was also a... Um, he was a friend and he was my mentor and uh, he was a kind man. 
And he got in over his head and he felt like there was no way out except through death. And ever since I found him, I swear a piece of me died that day. But that was for the first three or four years. And after that, I started rebuilding myself. And as I got closer with Christ and I started reading my Bible, which is why I'm here today, things got better. But if you're listening to this, and for anybody that needs a strong word of encouragement between now and Tuesday, because I don't ever want it to be too late for somebody to hear a message, tune in on Tuesday. Okay? I don't know what time. I, I You know what? For that, I think I'm going to try to make a specific time. I might shoot for 7 p.m. Okay? And I'll try to make sure I, I, I nail that down. But come and listen, because... Suicide is not something I joke about. It's a very serious subject, and it's something that hits me pretty hard in my heart. But just, again, I need you to hear my words. Money is just a tool. If you're lacking it, I know it sucks, but you know what? It'll be okay. God will provide. Just eyes to the cross, okay? Just, that's all I can tell you. And so, until then or the next time, hang in there. We'll be back. We'll talk about this. I'll share my story. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into something a little deep on that day. Okay. So tomorrow is what Thursday. So tomorrow I'll do another 1% with him. I can't guarantee I'll do a, uh, a reading out of the 2000 25 war manual just because I have a conference call. Two of them I got to do tomorrow after work. Maybe I might be able to squeeze it in. I don't want to promise something. I'd rather under promise and over deliver. So I'm going to say I'm not going to be able to. And hopefully I'll be able to so I can over deliver. But I hope you have a good night. I hope you have a good evening, a good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. And remember, God has your back. I never used to believe it. But the more I start reading that Bible... Like I said, I almost faced divorce, not once, not twice, not three, not four, not even five times, probably seven, eight, nine times because of heavy drinking, because of stresses of COVID 2020, you name it. That was me. But Christ brought it all together. He is the one that fixed it all. And hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate it because because of him. My family is still intact. I don't have to split up weekends with my daughter, you know, with my wife to, you know, have shared custody with my daughter. I don't have to deal with any of that. It breaks my heart when I deliver at some of these gas stations. And I, and you know, when you see two cars pulling up in a parking lot and you see the exchange of a little child, it breaks my heart because you know exactly what situation's happening there. So. I hope you have a great night, great day, great morning, wherever you're at in the world. And between now and then, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible. Spend some time in prayer. You'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop.
forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com, for all the latest updates. 